Ooh, no, gotta edit that out. Gotta edit that out. I don't. I don't do that. That that was the old me. I quit doing it when it was illegal. Let me make a timeline footnote. Yeah, I stopped doing it when it was illegal to do so. Bubba mentions <laughs> illegal affairs. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Go. This is Jerry, the star of the Board Game Snobs. Please send us an email at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. Our host is Gobby. Say hello, Gobby. Hey, and when you say send an email, that's kind of generic. Give them a reason to send an email. Like, if you said send an email, I wouldn't know what to say. Here's what I want you to send me. Here's what I want you to send me. I A, send me a movie that I should watch that's easily accessible, such like as one on Hulu or Netflix, something like that. Or um, a recommendation of some sort. Just some random YouTube channel. That's what you should send me. Well, it's not all about you. We're, we are the board game snobs. So I will be there, too, reading it. With us is Bubba. Bubba is back. Hey, Bubba hey. never left. Never left, man. Here, here for another one. Stanley, a.k.a. Bubba. Bubba, I'm thinking about you right now because I'm drinking a nice rye whiskey. Oh, so I've gotten mm. into cocktail. I've gotten into making a lot of cocktails, which uh, I don't make a lot of them because I don't drink every day. But I have gotten into rye and how to combine. Oh, it you got right a problem way. with that? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, no, I mean, it's to each his own, you know, who's an alcoholic if they drink every day, who makes that decision anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I've gotten into a lot, so I'm glad you're drinking rye. I, 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 my Hudson Valley that we bought in New York, um, completely, I was saving that <laughs> completely gone. My maple rye. Oh my God. It was so good. Wait, are uh, you I, saying your Hudson Valley that you bought two years ago is just uh, now gone? I have made, I kept that because that was near and dear to my heart. It was the maple cash though. And you, you cannot buy it. It's not distributed in the United States, only New York, only New York. Yeah. I, 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 I bought a bottle too, but mine didn't even make it back to the motel. But <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a drink called the Hudson Valley that's specifically made to complement the rye and the maple of Hudson, Hudson, uh, rye whiskey. Super. I'm super. drinking Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse, uh, which was suggested by one of our listeners. Yeah. And it is good. It is very, um, it's got a kick to it. It's a hundred proof. It's got that nice bite to it and it's smoky Ooh, and it's just the good. Chuck Norris of rye whiskeys. Yeah, it is. It, it'll kick oh, you. Oh, you all right? speaking of which, oh. they rebooted Walker. Yes, they did. I you saw can't that. You can't, you can't reboot Walker. And guess where it's airing, Jerry? Guess what network? Not CBS, is it? The CW. <laughs> oh, God. The, it's wedged in between uh, Supernatural and uh, The Flash and The Arrow. Oh, well, that's a completely For, different demographic. I want to know, why are they remaking Walker when the people who loved Walker, who grew up watching this man distribute justice via his, his spin <laughs> with, kicks. <laughs> is there a more awesome kick? I was thinking about this. Is there a more awesome kick than a roundhouse? That Not Cobra for, Kai Pel Pelican nah, kick was pretty good, but no, that doesn't meet the roundhouse. You nah, get roundhouse. I got, I got roundhoused one time. 
and it it, it changes your life. So I because I don't think people understand is that Walker Cordell Walker Cordell is a legit superhero. So like when he kicks those people, he kicks them multiple times. He never just kicks them once. He continually kicks them. You never see the aftermath of that. The aftermath is rehabilitation. Those people change their ways. They are no longer criminals. Like Walker never arrests anybody twice because when they finally wake up and they are are transported to whatever institution for which they will be housed while they recover, uh, they always come out and realize that the life of crime is not for them. And it's due to the roundhouse kick that Walker, either that and slightly some of the 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 left hand hooks that uh that his partner whose name leaves me now the guy from Die Hard Trebek Trebek he's Alex left- yeah no no Trebek no Trebek what what hey roundhouse kick yeah Trebek didn't kick he punched he punched he was yeah. in Die Hard yeah and he, he punched puncher. people he was also in Top Gun anything mm-hmm. Trebek touch is gold. What is that actor's name? I will look him up while y'all talk amongst yourself. And Clarence Yard, James Trevetti. That's what exactly. That's exactly who that is. Everything he touches is gold. What happened to him? I don't know what happened to him. Um, well, let's see. His most recent movie and TV show uh, is apparently a Walker Texas Ranger type movie, a TV movie. Um. I think that was maybe his heyday. I think he okay. peaked. <laughs> Let me just tell you this. Let me just tell you this, and you can write this down. CBS rankings. So since Baba's going to do his top five, I'll just do my top three. CBS Great. rankings, first television shows. Okay, you ready? Number one, Jag. Number two, Nash Bridges. Number three, Walker. That's all you need to know. That's right there. That that will literally get you through. But I think Walker may have come on MB, NBC or NBS, NBS. What did it come on? It, I don't, it I, might I, not I, have been I on CBS. Know. I remember watching reruns. I don't know what it came on. It For me, it was on Classic or in the morning. TNT. It came on TNT. <laughs> TNT. It came on TNT. TNT. <laughs> when, when did it come on? The morning. Is, it morning. <laughs> <laughs> Is TNT still a thing? I'm so old. I used to watch Walker at night. Oh wow! I, I remember, it come on at night. I remember prime time, baby. You, yeah, I think you left out in the heat of the night. By the way, I mean, I, I would have to throw that in there. Oh, uh, CBS, you were correct. Was it CBS? Mm. Yeah. In the heat, in the heat. That's that's interesting because the captain's name was Bubba. That's Bubba. That's right, that's Bubba. That's my guy right there. So, my yeah. my my ch- uh, channel is NBC because it had Quantum Leap. Although I did think Star Trek TNG aired on CBS at some point, so I don't know. You, you know, I realize this is not a, a TV show nobody else watched, but like I love Sequest. Sequest, because well, it came on. Let's see, it aired in 1996. Was its final episode. I was graduating high school. I was out partying, you know, drag racing and drinking and smoking doobies. I wasn't really like Sequest. <laughs> I like Sequest and I also like the spinoff of Sequest. But I always thought Yeah, I always thought that Sequest was really a sequel to Jaws because it had the guy (laughs) in it. And it was like he just took that idea of we're gonna need a bigger boat and thought to himself, you know what? No, I wanna get a sub and I'm gonna continually hunt sharks. 
but there was like no sharks in the show. No, like that uh, was a very boring show for it just being underwater. Pretty much, yeah. I, it was just futuristic. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you hit it. You hit it. It was boring. It was boring. Hey, if you like Firefly, you should like Sequest. Boom. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'll say, that. and somehow that makes sense to me. I don't care what you say. I no. did. I, I did like that Sequest. Like even in the intro, it was like, oh well, everybody else is out exploring space. We're exploring the real final frontier, the sea. Yeah. And then that goes for a few seasons. And then what do they introduce? Aliens. Boom. That's like, right. Like, like, like they ran out of stuff. It's like, we didn't think this through. There's only so much plankton. <laughs> hey, you, you know what I find I mean, to be pro- problematic? Another discovered octopus. Octopi. Uh, so all those Did they shows ever are- see the Megalodon? No, that, no. There's like eight movies about Megalodon. They're all B-rated movies. Those are the shark movies. Megalodon. Char- Sharknado. It's all in there. Gotta go. <laughs> go ahead Bubba I cut you off sorry oh no it's fine it's fine I was just thinking uh, I was looking at some TV shows to, to try to find something different to watch you know I realized that we didn't have access to like British TV shows Australian shows like world shows at that age like the early 90s that wasn't a thing you know what I'm saying now you can watch it so I wonder what great shows that we miss growing up that we'd have you Dr. know what I'm saying Hayden. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we didn't have Doctor Who. Yeah, I mean, I've been later. Yeah, I caught up on Doctor Who like when I was like nineteen twenty. It opened my world up. Uh, but I mean, what else? What do you think? I mean, that's like a big one. I mean, there's just so many out there that I think that we missed. Those. The Man from Snowy River. That was Quickly a movie. Down and I saw those. That was a movie with Tom Selleck. That Crocodile was Dundee. <laughs> that was a major hit here in the states. <laughs> yeah, Lightning Jack. Well, hey, but you know, I watch a uh, quickly. Not a major hit. <laughs> not major, but I was wondering, like, like how do people like quickly down under? Right? Was it was that an American movie? But shot yeah, it had. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it was. It had Tom Selleck in it. Yeah, it had Tom. It Selleck. had literally. It literally had nobody Australian. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, but but I mean, so I was like, I don't know how did the Australians feel about that, and what version of that do they have that we we could have used at the time? I don't know, man. It's just I don't, I don't know. That. Mike Langford. We have a listener named Mike Langford who is from down down under. Maybe he he would be the one to yeah. query about this to yeah, find out oh, what what shows did we miss that yes. we should launch? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, help that us would broaden her help us broaden our world horizons. You know. Oh, well, I've been really enjoying like a lot of German shows. Like I wonder like the, uh, what they have, like every uh, nation apparently has its own TV shows. It's weird. Das Boot. What about Boots? Das Boot. That was the uh, German uh, submarine show that was like four hours long. They made a series about it. Oh, it was like, I thought you were being funny. No. Oh, that's serious. It's followed by the, by the sequel Das Shoe. That's right. <laughs> that's so not I, that's not funny. I I mean I watch I'm a British nut. I watch a lot of British shows. So I've caught up on the old British shows and everything. But like I mean I, I'm a law and order guy too. I like the law. Loved that when I growing up as a kid. I like Quincy growing up. So I got the equivalent all in in uh in British stuff. I was like, Oh, this is this is oh, this is Quincy. Oh, okay, I'm watching this. Oh, this is Law and Order. Oh, this is Far Escape version, the British version of Far Escape. Oh, okay, look at that. I don't know if y'all know what Farscape is, but that's a good show too. The, what is the British version of Farscape? Dude, it's like this old, I can't even tell you what it is. I'm not, it's on my my Amazon Prime. I'll shoot it to you. It's super they just good. take out the R. Farscape. Yeah. 
Well, I'll tell you what happened. add a U. <laughs> they take out the R. It's four escape. <laughs> I think Amazon Prime knew that, uh, like, I guess me and a lot of other people were looking at it, and then they put that thing on BritBox. So you have to have to do like a channel and download the BritBox. And so I was very, I'm boycotting it right now because I don't want to pay that six. Another streaming service to have to pay for, exactly. Uh, I pay for every single streaming service that you can get in America. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened, but I have every single one. What about Peacock? I have Peacock. I have Peacock, Hulu, Peacock, Netflix, Peacock. Amazon Prime, Disney Plus. I got all of it. So I got to tell this. I got. I got to tell this story. Um, so, like in Oklahoma, they proposed a Bigfoot hunting season, and I saw that. Of course, some of our listeners have posted about it in the Facebook group, and I said that I would explain how I was briefly one of the only people to make actual contact with Bigfoot. So I've got to tell the story. <clears throat> this was regarding my uh, accident that I had in the ambulance where I struck a bear. So basically that's the story. I ran over a large black bear in the middle of the night while driving an ambulance down a turnpike and the local Oklahoma society of bear, Bigfoot hunters, which is in, I believe Neshoba, Oklahoma, which if you don't know where Neshoba's at, well, you just you just won't know it because it's up in the mountains. They came down, pulled hair from the wheel well of the ambulance and sent the hair off to be analyzed to find out if this was really a bear that I struck or if it was Bigfoot. And the hair come back inconclusive. So for a <laughs> brief moment, for a brief moment, I was hounded for several days by various members of their Bigfoot society because I was the person who had actually saw Bigfoot. You're a POI. Yes, and then struck Bigfoot. Wow. So they believed that until a few weeks later, they again repeated the, because they came back to get more hair out of the ambulance because it was in the shop. Uh, they had the, the hair tested again, and it was just an, a normal black bear. But anyways, oh, for I, I had I like four, there. there was 48, there was 48 hours there where I was the most famous Bigfoot person ever in the nation. Like I, if, if that hair would have come back undetermined again, that would have been it. Like I would have been this, this person, I, I would be on the, the, the history channel now on those true TV uh, documentaries where they're out looking for Bigfoot. And I'm the guy that ran him over. I've seen him. I'm very disappointed. If I was that, that guy, I would have wore uh, mirrored sunglasses squatted down in front of your grill, plucked out some hair, tore off my sunglasses and said, you've got a hairy situation. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you was going for yeah, that. I, I beat, me too. I really was. I did not know. What, what, now, Jerry, do they know like, and this is a stupid question. This is, you know, I don't live in the country. Do they know from what part of the bear it came from? Or is this? Uh, just I would assume it's hindquarters because that's what I saw. Can you tell the difference between like hind quarters and like bare pubic hair or eyebrows or? Are you suggesting? I wouldn't even be funny. Like, can you tell the difference? Like, can, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you can because I'm sure well, his memory's a little fuzzy. <laughs> oh, Lord. oh wow! I, I just don't know. I'm I'm assuming because hair. Hair is not hair, right? because yeah. even gray hair has different consistency. So I yeah. must assume 
that the pubic hair of a black bear is not the same. Do do bears have pubic hairs? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it don't have. To, I shouldn't have said pubic hair. I mean, it could be anything. I just wanted to like know the difference. Even I think you have to think that if if there is such a thing as book Bigfoot, there has to be some type of. See, now I'm being conspiratorial. There has to be some type of organization that keeps that secret. The the cub. The Cub Scouts. The cub, cub Scouts, yeah. Yeah. That's the upper echelons of the of the Cub Scouts. That's when you know you're in. <laughs> <laughs> we found more hair. We found more hair of book Bigfoot. Should we make it pubic? I mean public. <laughs> oh God. Oh, this has wow. gone downhill. This I don't know where that went from. I didn't expect that. Didn't expect we that. need we need to get our bearings. <laughs> uh this is Good Bubba's way. top five. Top five board game, hey. Bubba. So I'm going to disappoint you on the top five. I'm going to tell you the reason why. Oh, two of okay. them are. Two of them are. So my top five, I'll be honest with you. Boy, question, Bubba. First, what are your qualifications for this top five? <laughs> so here are my qualifications. I said that just for your benefit, Gabby. Quit uh, pandering to the audience. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm not participating in this. Uh, so uh, uh, no, it's good. So when I play board games, whatever the last five that I play are my top five. And I'll tell you the reason why. Here's the reason why. I know people are going to disagree with me. I, unfortunately, with the way I live my life and how busy I, I am, unfortunately, when I play a game, it's because I really, really want to play it. Like I have a hankering for it. It's like, a, it's like when you have a hankering for a favorite food, you play what you crave. You know what I'm saying? So at the time, it's the best food that you can have because it's what your body wants. So my mind works that way. So the other day I played Azul, because I have Azul. I, I like the game. Is that how you pronounce it? A-Z-U-L? Yes. Azul? Correct. You may, you may not like that, but I like it. And even though I, it's stupid how I played it, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. And then um, and then I only have one more, but out of – you got to no, forgive no, me. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute I, now. Are these ranked from five to one? No, these are – yeah, these are five. Well, yes, five to one right now. But I'll, Okay, I'll so give, your number five is what? Azul, Are we man. still in the preamble? Number five is Azul. Okay. Five. Right now, number five is Azul, which a lot of people don't like. Whatever. I like it. I don't care. Uh, what's the one? And there's another one, because I played it like, uh, man, it's like a couple months ago. It's blue. Got a mountain on it. You move the tiles around from the left to the right. That little guy that goes around. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot it again. I should have looked it up. I'm gonna come back to that one. That was number four. I know. I'll wait a minute. Wait a minute. He, no, wait I'll a minute. No, this is a good game. I could. So he's blue. It, the, so the cover of it, it's blue. It's a cartoon kind of game. It's blue. It has a mountain on it that's brown. Uh, the lettering is white. The box is blue. It's a mid-sized box about like I can describe the box. It's like a twelve by. Is it K two? No, no, it's not K two. Uh, uh, I never played it with you guys. I don't think I've ever played with y'all. Um. Okay, quick question. Is this a solo or are you doing your whole thing where you just play multiple people with your split personality? No, no. I, this is a this is a game that's a two. The minimum is two, but I turned it into a solo because I play my game. <laughs> so I don't chess it. I don't play like opposing. I don't have dual personalities. I, I don't do that. I, I'll come back though. I'm actually looking it up because I bought it. I got to look at my Amazon stuff because I bought it a long time ago. I'll look it up as I'm talking. Now, I'm going to cheat the other three. These are people are going to think I'm stupid and think this is not right. I'm going to say these are my top three, but mind you, this is like right now what I'm feeling. So I hadn't done like an overall. I haven't played these games yet. So I told Jerry, I really cheated. I haven't played them yet, and it doesn't make sense. But here's what so I wait a did. minute. Wait I know. So your your top three are games for, let me just understand this. Give me a second. Your top three are games for which you have not played. 
I have not played yet. And I'm, I, let me let me justify this. It ain't going to make sense, but I'm going to try to. And you're going to okay. tell me that I'm an idiot. And I know I am in this respect. <laughs> so here's the thing. Again. <laughs> You've opened, you opened up a whole new realm of I know. for me. I, I know. Well, you got you to think about this. Here's the thing. I knew that I could not play any board games like on a consistent basis because of my schedule. I'm always busy. I'm always doing something. I don't have time to sit down and do it. So I chose the same way. I chose to treat board games the same way as I treat books. I buy a certain amount. I know I'm going to read them a certain thing, and I choose the best ones for me. Of all the books in the world, these are the ones I choose because it's the best for me. So that's why they're in my list, because they are the best so for me. So I, I, I got to ask then, what's your top book that you haven't read? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you serious? <laughs> Are we are we segueing into that? What? Give me your number one book based on the fact that you want to read it. Uh, uh my best one right now is the Seven Pillars of <laughs> Wisdom by the Seven <laughs> Pillars of Wisdom by T. H. Lawrence, which is the Arabian Nights guy. He said my best one. He hasn't read it, but it's his best one. I've been looking forward to that book for years, man. For years. <laughs> My second, look, I'll tell you, this is strange because I can do this very quickly with books and I can do it very quickly with board games. Uh, T.H. Lawrence, the the Arabian Nights guy, The Seven Pillars of Wisdom, that's my top one. Lewis Carroll, her complete works, that's my top two. Langston Hughes, his poetry, that's my my third one. William Blake is my other third one. And then there's one, a book called Sold Sold on Monday, which you don't know who that's by. It's kind of a new author. Those are my top five. I'll be reading those once, once a month. For the next five months, I know that. That's why I've already selected them. That's why they're in my top five. So, board You're games. The Arabian same way. Nights. Do you mean Lawrence of Arabia? No, no, no. So, do you know the? So, there is a. You're oh, talking about T. the fictional T. Lawrence. Yeah. So there, there was an actual guy named T. Lawrence that literally went to that part of the world and wrote a biography of it. It's called that biography is called the Seven Pillars of Wisdom. From that comes all the stories of, of that you're probably familiar with. It, um, who who uh, there's been a there's been a lot of movies over it and you know whatever. Um, the latest one was Nicole Kidman made a female version of it. So, um, but that's where you get the Arabian Nights, or which is really a blend of that and Arabian Nights. But Arabian Nights is actually a story on its own. Anyway, this is not a uh, this is a book discussion, not a board game discussion. But yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's a big book, but see, that's how my mind thinks, man. I know. So they're the best because it's what I've chosen out of all the board games. It's the ones that I know that I'm going to play as time goes on. But there's a little special thing to it. I ordered these the way I ordered these. The the, uh, the three that I ordered will come June, July, August. OK, so, so so let me get this just to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify the, the top three board games you have not played, but they're not even in your possession. They're not in my possession yet, no. Okay. So while we while we have you, what's your top movie of 2021 right now? Oh, Let's go ahead and call it. Well, hold on. Wait a minute now. Because, because. Godzilla and King Kong looking pretty good. <laughs> looking pretty good. Maybe, but you, you just got to look at something and go, oh, okay, I know this is going to be one of my favorites. You know what I'm saying? It's like a TV show that you know you're going to like. No, you know, does that make sense? So, it may not make sense. So this should have been called the top five games Bubba is looking forward to. Not yes. your top five games. Yes. Yeah. Well, but, well, Azul, he's played. Yeah, I have played that. But, but and, I mean, and your number four was what? What was your number four? You found man, Blue I Mountain. I got the name of it, man. White Box. I got the name of it. 
Is what it the thing? I, I should know. I'm gonna have to go out and get it. I don't have it by me. I'm gonna have to go out and get Bubba's it. Bubba's number four is a game with a mountain and a blue box. So we know that. I thought y'all would know. Like I thought if I described it to y'all, y'all would like know. Uh, uh, above and it's remember. above and below. Above and below. Is that a oh, oh, below yes, and above? That's a game. That's a game. It's a game. Is, is it blue? Do y'all have it? I, is that blue? I, I had I had near and far. I've never had above and below, but I believe the box is blue. Yes. Okay. See, the box of above and below is as a mountain. Yes. So above and below Boom. is your number four. Boom. So there you go. So 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 here's my other three, and I I'm gonna preface this one last thing, that, so I won't take up much of time because I'm talking way too. <laughs> there much. There are more caveats in this. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this preface is. He's never going to play them, and he actually doesn't care. No, no. My wife asked me the other day. She says she was doing this whole thing. Like, I didn't know her because I love her, and I don't know what she likes. I know exactly what she likes. But she said, well, what is your favorite food? I, <laughs> I like, just want to say this. You just said, I know her, but I don't know her. I know what she likes. No, if you know my wife, she said, you don't know what I like. I said, I know what you like. You get this, this, and this. But you don't know what you want all the time. So, yeah, Flover and Song. She says, well, I know what you like. I was like, no, you don't. There's no way you know what I like because I like what I like in the moment. So what do you want to eat? I don't know. Where am I by? I'm by Chili's. Let's go there. That's what I want right now. That's how my brain works. Like, I don't have a top 10 food. I don't. I'll be honest with you. You can say, what is your favorite food? I'm like, I have no idea. Depends on what I'm feeling. I, it's strange. I know it's strange. You ask me, what's my favorite book? I, it's, it's, I can't tell you. There's a whole lot of contenders there. I, I just, I'm not one of those people. What's my favorite toilet paper? I don't know. I have preferences, but I don't know what my favorite toilet uh, paper charming. is. Charming. Well, Charming, Charming. Charming disappointed me one time. It can it can withhold <laughs> great ferocity. See, see, I don't, well, I don't aggressive uh, aggressive wiping. Charming <laughs> holds up. Hey, I don't know, man. I'm liking those dude wipes and stuff. I'm, I'm falling in love with those. But you see what I'm saying? There's a lot there. There's a lot there. You don't know. So I'm board sorry. game, board I game. I can't recover from the fact <laughs> that there was a. He said Charmin disappointed me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Hey, uh, I don't know about everywhere else in the world, but you do realize. <laughs> you do realize Charmin, Charmin is not made equal across stores. You do know that, right? I did not know this. I was disappointed. Yeah, you don't Char- you don't buy dollar store Charmin. Exactly. It's just completely different than Walmart. It's completely different than Target. Completely different. Than Ho- well, I don't know if it's a Whole Foods or whatever else it is in Dallas. No, if you buy it's Whole Foods Charmin, that thing will hold up to a hurricane. <laughs> it's different, man. Versus going to uh us, yeah, going to um Sam's Club or whatever and buying it in bulk is different. I mean, it's same brand, different quality, man. So you gotta investigate that, dude. I did not know this. A lot open up for me. Heaven's open up. I have clarity on toilet paper now. I have a lot of it too, by the way. Uh, so, so uh, board games. Three board games I have coming. I have one coming um, in June, and I'm doing this part from memory, um, which I guess I could have just got on. It's called Streets. I like the concept to it. It's just um, pretty much a Sims with meeples, and you got to adjust it with people. I like it. I like the concept to it. It's What's called, it Streets. called Streets. Streets. I think it's supposed to guarantee to be to me in June called streets. The one that I'm looking forward to in um, July. No, it's July. I'll get it in July. Uh, The one I'm looking forward to in August is called uh, in too deep. It's my kind of game. It's about um, getting into people's minds. It's like a strategy game and you're trying to get in people's minds, keep getting people's minds. 
they're spying and stuff like that. And you got to make, you got to do crimes to get in with them. And so you can then alter their actions and all that. Super neat. It's called Into Deep. Uh, are these actually, all Kickstarters? These are all Kickstarters because I ordered them ahead of time. That shows you how much I look. I want to understand that. You know how long it takes the game to get to you once you kickstart it? I mean, I know yes, y'all know this. I'm that's, sure, why, that's, that's, that's why I rarely kickstart because I don't have yeah. the patience. So, wait. So, so I want you to understand this. I thought about this. I knew what my time schedule would be a year ago. And I said, what do I want to play? I want to wait a year for. Let me look at this. Let me examine this. So I chose one board game a month to come to me at a certain time. So this is what I wanted to play. I looked at all the reviews. I looked at videos. I looked at history. I looked at what they've made. looked at the game design. I looked at the house who created it. All these things I looked at to figure out what is going to be the game that I want to play. I put a whole lot of energy and effort to a board game I've never touched before. I think that deserves some list to be on. So that's what I chose. As, as, and as are all indie games, and I, I mean, I think they're so one of them is by a creator that I like. He does artwork that I thought was phenomenal. So I wanted to do that. And his the way he does his storyline was great. So, and then uh, Cascadia is another one. Um, that's three. I think I got two or three more. I can't remember the other ones. Those come like October, November, December. But so I will play. I will have a brand new game once a month to play, guaranteed. And I have enough time for that. So there you go. That's my list. So. Let's just let's just assume though, like the games that you out of the games that you have played, if you had uh-huh. to pick one, see, see, just hard, bro. That just just off the top of your head, if someone were to ask you, what is your favorite board game? What would you tell them? You don't have to be. Don't let this tie you down. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Favorite how? Like favorite to play or favorite yes. to be? No, I no. mean, God, you know, it's hard, dude. I mean, I mean, it's not fair, but you got to understand like why I like playing it. Sometimes I'm in a like artsy, like I love playing photosynthesis. I know people don't like it. I love playing that game. I played it many a times, but why, why am I playing it? Because I just me, just me by myself. Like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, this game looks really good. It looks really good. And that's what the mood I'm in. So it's like it's like at that moment, I, I played photosynthesis a lot. I cannot describe to you how many times I played that game before. I sometimes play it for only like an hour, forty five minutes, whatever makes me happy, right. and it and it's my favorite uh, game. So I don't. It's a hard thing, Jerry. Hard thing. I, here's the thing you got to realize about me, and I've told you this before. I think I've said it on a podcast before. I play a bo- I play board games not not for the just for the entertainment value. I I get entertainment, but I get just as much as reading the book. I get my greatest entertainment. What I love about playing board games is I get to interact with people and I love being around people and seeing what people do. And I'm fascinated by people and that's fun to me. So I haven't been playing a lot of board games because I have been playing with people. It's pandemic. So it's just, I mean, it is what it is. So that's why I like, so I will judge a board game by like, if I play with you guys and it was really an intense time. And it, so I love that board game. I love it because of what it produced in the group dynamic. That's why quick I like question. It. So quick question yep. based on what you just said. Who's the most fascinating person you've ever met? Do you know? Who's the most what person I met? Fascinating. You said you like meeting fascinating people. Who's fascinating and what makes them fascinating to you? Is it the things they talk about? What is it? It's a combination of everything. The most fascinating person I've ever met is my wife. Because oh. she 
because honestly and truly, I have no idea what she's thinking or how she's thinking it. I don't think she has any idea half the time. <laughs> and so I don't know what's going to, I don't know what she's, I don't know what we're about to come out of. I have no idea what she means half the time. And I'll say, what do you mean? And she'll say the other day, I said, well, what do you mean? I don't know. You should know what I mean. And and it's, you would think, okay, that's a female, male, female dynamic. No, my wife has been this way since she was a kid, just to who she is. I have no idea who this woman is. None at all. I've been married to her for 14 years. She surprises me all the time. So first of all, my wife. Uh, so she, she truly is interesting. Uh, even though she may not seem it sometimes, she really is. Um, other people for other reasons, man. People fascinate me. They really do. The question you should ask me, who do I find fascinating when I play board games? Who do you find fascinating when you play board games? Thank you for That's asking me that question. question. That is a good question, Gabby. So I find that when I play with you and, J- and Jerry, that dynamic is hilarious. Because y'all do so a lot of stupid stuff together all the time. And you have things that both of you do that only you do around each other. I find it hilarious. And it's just, it's just, it's funny. Now you're going to ask me what kind of things. I don't know. It's a little small things. Uh, sometimes big things. How you interact with each other. That's neat. I'm a people person. I'm a people watcher. I mean, I don't like people, but I like what people do. And that fascinates me. I should have been a psychologist in another life. Super neat. Does that answer your question? That's a stupid yeah, question. I was, not I, was waiting, I was waiting for Jerry to kick in at some point. Uh, yeah. This may I, not I be entertaining. But I don't know what to say. He's <laughs> speechless. You have left Jerry speechless. Do you know how rare a feat that is to leave Jerry speechless? You don't even know. Yeah, I try, man. I try. Well, I mean, I guess I'm not. So I'm not the typical board gamer of I play a game to spend this time because of this, 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 and that. I just, it's just, it's not me. Sometimes I'll play a game because it's fascinating and it challenges me. And I like to be challenged and I like to be my, like my mind to work in a different way. I'm not the smartest stick in the oven. I'm telling you, see, can't even use analogies, right? But, um, I like that, but I just, I enjoy board games for a different reason. That's all. Than some people, I guess. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's acceptable. That's acceptable. So that changes my list. That's the whole point. Let's get back to that. It changes my list to how my list is formulated. I apologize, but that's that's what it does for me. No, your list is, a pro- I mean, I, you know, yeah, you, the way you have created a new way to make lists is interesting. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it's just games you're looking forward to. So, yeah, but but it's not just it's not just looking forward to, though. What? Like I've re- I've researched this. It's like going out and buying a car. It's not like, hey, I just want to go buy a car. It's like I've researched this, figured it out. Who designed the car? How did they make the car? What have they done in the past? What will they do in the future? What have they written? I like the way they do this. I like the way they do that. I like their personality. I mean, it is like a it's a thing. It's not like, oh, I like the concept and I see this video and I like it. Is YouTube is there a person that you listen to or watch for like games coming out like that gives these previews? Is there somebody you watch or listen to that's like, no, man. this game's going to be good? No, man. I mean, I sit at the computer all day, so I'll put it on a, I don't necessarily have like one person, but like I'll put it on a, uh, like I'll listen to a board game, board game podcast in series. Like I don't listen to like, I listen to like two or three and I'll do that for 12 hours a day, different ones. And I'm just listening to content. I'm just listening to something. And then when I find something or I'll put it on YouTube. 
because, you know, I don't do commercials. I'll put it on YouTube and I'll put it on reviews and I'll just listen to that for eight to 10 hours. So, I mean, and I'll just let it let it work its magic until I find something that I like and then I'll write it down. And then later on, I'll come back to it and I'll make me up a list and then I'll go research that list and, and figure it out. So, I mean, I can't really tell you, hey, man, there's one person that I listen to because that's kind of the thing is I like the variety. I like to not be pigeonholed into one particular mindset or, or one particular opinion. That's just me. The only people I listen to consistently every single time is you guys. That's pretty much it. <laughs> just be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if any games coming out. I am completely, I am so out of the realm of what board gaming right now. Wow. I don't know what's upcoming. I don't know what's on Kickstarter other than Cora Quest. I don't know anything about anything board gaming. Uh, can I say this? I love Terraforming Mars. What is the game that we played? It started with a B. I bought it. Crap, I bought that game. I ain't played it yet. Uh, it's, it's uh, Oh, my God. It's with the trains. It's with the, see, I can describe it. It's with the trains building the railroads. And, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's dark. It's a dark game. Got red on oh, it. Brass. I mean, I can, brass. Is that what brass. it is? Brass, I no, don't know. I don't no, know no, what you're saying, man. You're just I, I think, you're describing minute details and box art and saying it's got trains. No, I, I'm yeah, I can describe dark. it. I, I can describe the game. Like I see it in front of me. Like I've realized why I liked it. Jerry, we played it. It was me, you, and Gabby. We played it at BGG. We were in the uh, one I'm talking about brass. Was it brass? You sure it was brass? Okay, the cards, cards. The cards. Yeah. Is it the one yeah. where you thought you really had it sewed up, and uh, Chris Evans was there, Captain America, and then I pulled out a win with? Oh my... yeah, we played a. Yeah, we played a version with him. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that makes sense. Didn't I win that game? Didn't I win that? Didn't I win? No, no, no you thought no, you had I, it sewed up, but I won. I, it I with thought my, I won. Uh, I forget what the tactic was I used, but I used it. Yeah. Why? Why can't you just let me have that one and say, "Yeah, I thought you won." Because I, that was a great victory for me. I came from behind. So I'll, I'll ask this then, since we're talking about this. What is, if you had to suggest one game to me to make me go do this, is you got to start thinking of board games in this way, what would be that game? Well, well what are you looking for? Is it a solo <laughs> experience? I mean, yeah, I tell that, you what. is that really what you're... Yeah, give me a solo game that I would like that was going to blow my mind and go, man, I need to are thinking in games the same way as Jerry does, the same way as Gabby does, or along that lines of thought. Well, that would depend. There, there are several good solo games out there right now. Like I know, like we've got Warp's Edge, which is really enjoyable, a bag builder, but it's it's probably something that's not going to impress you for for too long. The game really now that has a lot of people. Um, a lot of people are enjoying it. And it's one that I don't particularly like this type of game, but I am just enthralled with the mechanics and just the presentation of it is that Gloomhaven, the jaws of the lion. Mm -hmm. uh, Gloomhaven's the big box game that costs like 150 bucks. Well, jaws of the lion is like the beginner tutorial set of it. That's kind of like this, medieval setting and, and I'm I'm not really paying so much attention to the story as I am the mechanics of it and it's particularly interesting. Um totally something that I would not, you know, 
be into just because I don't like those campaign level games. But I have messed around with the Jaws of the Lion and I have been very impressed with it. I don't, I mean, I, I kind of play just the games that come out with a solo on them. I don't know about something specifically solo, uh, but I could, that's why I'm saying I could see Bubba enjoying like some of those GMT or victory point style games that are like super, you know, I guess deep with their strategy that they can have. That I, I have. I've never played them. I have them. Never played them. Are you serious? Because I'm, I'm daunted by them. I, I'm, I'm not undaunted. I am daunted. Uh, Cuba Libre. I even have Phantom Leader. I've never played it. It's, Jerry says it's the easier way to get into those style of games. Never played it. Uh, Fields of Arl. I really enjoyed that. Two player. I can imagine the single player is just as good. But I don't know anything that's going to rock your world. Well, I think I think my issue is one of the things is too is I think and this is my issue. It's my problem. It's my circumstances. Is that I just don't have time to to play a lot of games. So when I choose the game that I want to play, like I want to make sure that I, at least it interests me. You know, I don't want a dud, and I don't want something that I'm gonna play for thirty. Minutes. I want to increase the chances of success. This puts it in a simple way, as great as is possible for me. And so because I don't have a lot of time, I want to be like wild. Or feel well, good about you that. said you like terraforming Mars, right? Yeah, terraforming Mars is cool, man. You know I like that one. So you like that style? Yeah, that's cool. So with your lack of time, I wouldn't think Jaws of the Lion is going to be something for you because isn't that like uh, what do they call that? Not legacy, but campaign it is a style. Campaign, but the but yeah, the, the missions are very quick. Yeah, but but you know, at the same time, when I say I don't have much time, what I mean by that is. Like I have to schedule my time out. Like I, it's not a spont, and I'm not doing spontaneous. Hey, I'm gonna play a board game today, or it's Sunday, and I don't have anything to do. It's more of along the lines of, okay, I'm gonna play this board game is going to take three hours. Okay, let me schedule that in. Okay, let me make sure I put the time for that. That's what I mean by, like, I can create the time. I just don't have, I don't have a lot of flexibility with that, of course. But I mean, I can give it the, the time that it deserves if it's a good game. You know what I'm saying? I well, here's here's the deal. Since apparently COVID is uh, uh, doesn't affect you, and I'm getting my second <laughs> vaccine. I'm getting my second vaccine tomorrow. I think we should all get together and play. Number one, we have Dune Imperium, which I desperately want to play. On top of that, I've got uh, what else besides Dune Imperium? Um, man several other games that we need to get played so i think we should just uh if gabi will just not have you know be licking doorknobs at walmart we should get together and play something good make it something uh, make it something uh, memorable i mean i'm always up for it but gina gina doesn't want gina doesn't want anybody else with it <laughs> Oh, don't tell your you know, wife. She doesn't know. She won't know. Well, you need to come over then on my day off and <laughs> I'll lock the doors. She won't know. She won't know. Like even I told her, I said, I said, babe, Jerry's got the vaccine. He he can't get it, right? You can't get it, right? You can't right, give it to me. Right, Can you give right. it to me? I know. No, we're good. Science. Bubba is apparently impervious. So <laughs> Don't say it. No, I'll get it. Watch. <laughs> I, I, I mean, but you, you, Gina's the one I would have to convince. Got to lay it on thick, man. Do some wine, some bread, some cheese. 
Yeah, get that menage a trois going. That's what you need. Get that menage a trois. Use that wine for what it's supposed to be used for, son. <laughs> and on that note, I think that's going to do it for this show. Just tell Gita, Bubba, and Jerry are coming over for a menage a trois. We got our wine. We're going to play Dune. I'm Gobbing. This is Jerry. Hey, it's Bubba. I'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.